0: Thank <laughs> you. everybody, welcome back to All for the Youth podcast. My name is Pastor Sean, and as always with me today is Pastor Ben Alasco, creative pastor and assistant youth pastor uh, here at the warehouse. And I am super excited for uh, just the word and kind of discussion that we're going to talk about today. Um, pastor Ben, what are we talking about?
1: So today we're going to be talking about personal devotion. Yes. Um, I'm really excited for this topic because as Christians, we all need it. Whether you're a youth leader or you're a youth student. Yep. Um, personal devotion is necessary. Your walk is necessary to be talked about. Absolutely. Uh, James talks about how we are to be doers of the word, not just hearers. And that's all around, right? So that's um, walking in faith. That is praying for people. That is praying in your secret place, being in your closet, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and not just being the person that prays out in public. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for this topic. Um, Pastor Sean really hit me with, the topic really like yesterday, to this morning, and he was like, "We're gonna talk about personal devotion." So I was like, "Oh, this is exciting, easy topic, which I'm really excited about because I think it's a necessity in our walk."
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna walk through some kind of tips. Um, and just some suggestions, some things that we have seen work for others, things that have worked for us. Um, so, for students, if you're a student that are out there, if you're a youth, um, anywhere sixth to 12th grade in between, um, these are tips for you guys on how to really walk out in your own personal devotion, your own personal faith. Um, so, the first one that I have is uh, read your Bible. Uh, it's, and it's, and all these are going to be really simple, but, um, sometimes I think we overcomplicate them. We make it harder for ourselves. But the first one, just read your Bible. Super simple. Um, I think a lot of times we can get intimidated with the Bible, just the size of it. And it almost seems archaic at some times, um, it seems old, but, um, with different translations that we have such as NIV, ESV are all great ones to read. Um, it it makes it actually easier. And so, um, if you're struggling with maybe starting to read your Bible, finding a spot to start at, I would say, start with Matthew. Um, it'll be an easier book to understand, uh, than the old Testament would be for you if you're (laughs) just starting to read it. Um, and really it puts everything into perspective for you, the whole life and story of Jesus.
1: Yeah. And going along with, with the Bible in general, make sure you get one you like. I I always always heard yeah. that my whole life, right. not my whole life, but since I've been <laughs> saved, my life in Christ, I guess. And at first I was like, oh, it's not really like true, but it really is. No, I, no. I got a, I got a Bible it's one important. time and I, I was, I was like, it was big. It was a big study Bible. <laughs> and I thought it was like, I was going to be cool. Cause I walk around with this big Thor hammer <laughs> looking like study Bible. <laughs> and in reality, I was just like, uh I don't know if I like this. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I didn't know. read it as much. Um and it really is true. So I just thought it was really funny. And starting with the New Testament to go over what Pastor Sean was saying is very good because the Bible the, the in first John in John, not first John, in John it says uh that the word became flesh. Mm-hmm. And that just tells me if you start with knowing Jesus in the gospels, it's going to bring easier translation throughout the rest of the Bible because the Bible is Jesus. The Bible is the word. So I just, I think that's a great practical, Pastor Sean.
0: Yeah, I think what you said about um, making sure that you get a Bible that you like, (laughs) Uh, I can't tell you how many Bibles uh, I've had over the years. Um, Some I've probably picked out when I was when I was younger I probably picked out one that I really liked and um I I started to read it more but as time grew on I did my own thing but um but now I have uh probably I like 10 or so bibles looking at your book
1: collection right now, yeah I am looking (laughs) at my, my book collection if you ever visit Pastor Sean's office there's like a book collection and there's literally like two rows of just bibles yeah and like he probably uses like maybe two out of yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um i do have one that i really love it's leather bound um Uh it's nice it's it was kind of expensive yeah but um i I really liked it and i bought it because i enjoyed it and i knew i use it and i still use it to this day and i've had it probably for the last four or five years now so make sure you get one that you like and start with uh with Matthew is what we recommend the yep. um, second tip that I have um, and this is something that is also really simple but also we overcomplicate it is just listen to uh, worship music
1: Yeah. listen to that's Jesus
0: Jesus based music um, with especially with like all the pop music that's going on out there a lot of it It seems harmless and everything, but what you put in is what you're going to get out. So if you are putting pop music into you, if you're listening to a bunch of hip hop rap music that isn't Christian based, that is just spreading a nasty narrative in your own life, chances are, is that's going to be what you want to be like or what you want to resemble. And so you'll get that out of life.
1: Yeah. um, One thing I really like to go by that, because I think naturally... I'm just gonna be honest. Christian music's very hard to listen to sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's not for some reason. Uh, it's a lot better now, mm-hmm. but Christian music is was very much behind on music times. Yeah, they were for a little <laughs> bit. So, like it wasn't as excellent, I guess. Yeah, which right, you would think like they're connected with God, but they weren't as related to culture. Now right. it's a lot better. A yeah. lot better. Oh yeah, thank God. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but. One thing, like I think we all struggle with this, even as a student, as a leader, I think is trying to still understand what's in with music. Mm. So you naturally want to be drawn to it. One thing though, I learned as a leader um, is in the Old Testament, uh, the king was having problems and he was being tormented by demons. And every time David would come, he would play his harp and the demon would leave. Uh, one thing I really learned uh, just growing up in in this walk is if David can play a demon out, that means a demon can be played in. Mm-hmm. Now that may yeah. not be literal, right? Yeah. Like that may not be an actual demon, but talking about problems, if problems can be played out through music, problems can be played in through music as well. So I think really feel tune what's going inside and what you're listening to. I think that was great. Pastor Sean, mm-hmm. is, is what's pouring into you. Cause that's going to be coming out as well,
0: right? Yeah, I think the I think that's great, and I think the same thing too with um, reading a Bible, making sure that you find one that you like. I think also find some. Uh, some solid worship artists that you like. Yeah, that's Um, crucial. Find some solid Christian music that you enjoy uh, because Christian music has come a long way, and so there's (laughs) some cheesy stuff out there, and then there's some stuff that, like, really relates to you on a better level. Um, Some of my favorites right now for worship music, um, I've been listening to uh, Hillsong Young and Free just came out with a new album. It's a new live album. Um, It doesn't... It has, like, a weird, like, almost like a 90s... Really? Punk, heard punk rock. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it doesn't <laughs> sound like a contemporary like Christian like worship yeah. album. It's like it has a lot of electric like riffs in it and stuff. Oh, it, cool. It's it's a really good album, but it's still worship. And that's good. Uh you know, it's just been speaking to me. Um yeah. and that just came out. Um I'm not sure what it's called, but just search Hill Song Young and Free. It'll come up. Um another one that I really enjoy is Mosaic MSc. Mosaic's um, good. They 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 really just are super creative with their music. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite do. songs by them is Glory and Wonder. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorites. And then um, for kind of like some Christian music that isn't solely like just like worship music, because um, like I listen to Christian hip hop and rap music that. I like that i enjoy um and that has also come a very very long way uh from what it (laughs) used to be um but uh some big names that i really enjoy uh kb andy minio um anything by reach records lecrae just came out with a new album called restoration that's really good
1: that's a good album oh yeah that was uh side note his old album was like a from what i understand was like a um uh, I'm drawing a blank. It was like a he was suffering like depression and right. living up with the scene. So this album's really mm-hmm. good.
0: Yeah, this album's amazing. Um, but Pastor Ben, what are some of your favorite uh, yeah. worship artists or musicians to listen to?
1: Yeah, so I, I kind of varied throughout the Christian like, like Christian music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first got saved, I was very. I'm still into hip hop. I still love hip hop. Um, but actually, I was into like, like. Not death metal, but Whoa, <laughs> was into okay. key, like screamo. Yeah. Okay. So like, if you're listening, if you, if you're into that, there's a few artists I know, um, <laughs> if you're listening and you're like a screamo dude and you like, like the double bass, double kick and everything that crazy drums, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so fit for a King is really good. They just came out with a new album. They're dropping another album actually, uh, for today, which is really old, um, Maddie Montgomery, if you have never heard of him, was actually the lead singer of that. Crazy good preacher. Mm-hmm. Crazy good speaker. If you ever get a chance to check him out, he has a church called the Altar Fellowship. Really good. Great content. Um, but he was, a, he was a screamo guy. So he was into that, like, mosh pits. He got kicked out of yep. warp Tour. Um, yeah, he would preach the gospel at warp Tour and got kicked out. So if you're into that, wow. uh, those are pretty good. Um, with hip-hop, I just go straight with you on Reach Records. Yeah. Reach Records is really good. Um, <laughs> they've been I, producing a lot of better yeah, stuff lately. They've been getting a lot of good people, too, yeah, young guys. Yeah, they've been signing a lot of new um, people. Even, even um, what's Andy Moneo's new... Minor league. minor league. Minor League. Yeah. His, his, his is really good, too. That's words mm-hmm. played in him. And Minor League is really good, so Andy Maneo Words played. played... Um, Social Club. does. Social Club.
0: How did I not? That's like my favorite group. I know, but I was
1: waiting for you to say that. Social
0: Club's coming out with a new album, too. They are. They just
1: dropped a single. Yeah. Um, They're always good. Uh, Marty's standalones. Marty's Marty's ETs are are really good.
0: I I probably, I relate to Marty's standalone projects probably more than anything. Yeah. Because Marty for President albums are just...
1: I think think you relate with Marty more, though, too, in general. Like, he grew up in the church, got hurt (laughs) by the church. yeah Like, I think you relate to Marty more. Uh, I relate to Fern a little bit more, drugs and and hoodlum stuff. Gang life. (laughs) I mean, wasn't in prison, but (laughs) thank God. (laughs) But, Uh, yeah. No, but that life. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: Two very different ends of the spectrum. 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 Yeah.
1: Um, But really, if you're into, like... I've lately been listening to a guy named Jonathan Ogden He's really good Another guy named John Mark Pantana Dude his stuff's great Uh, It's like a worship Kind of like vibe coffee house But like it's really good I'm gonna have to hit that up I created a whole playlist, bro. I'll just send it to you. Yeah, <laughs> um, him, Mark Barlow, and John Jin Han, mm-hmm. and those are all legit Christian guys. Uh, two from Isle Vista, worship down south. Yeah, um, in the IV over uh-huh. there, uh, they're great. Their sounds are really different, but they're really good. They're like coffee house vibes. And then Jonathan Ogden, same. Uh, one of them sounds like Sam Smith, which Ooh, is they both right. do. Mark Barlow, Mark Mark Barlow. And John Mark both sound like Sam Smith, and Ooh, it's really okay. good. But those have really been my dudes lately. Yeah. Worship wise, sorry, I can go on about music, bro. No, it's good. Uh, they need, wise, we, we
0: need to give recommendations so that way they actual, have people like, to go worship. to. Actual um, worship,
1: probably like upper room. Okay. I like upper room yeah. a lot. Uh, sometimes, sometimes my wife is funny. She's like, they can just get a little whiny, which ah. can happen. <laughs> Not whiny in the context of like complaining to God, just right, the vocals. Right, right. Um. I really like Summit Sounds. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, that's that's pretty much all I listen to on my place. And I like, Bethel and Hillsong, right. uh, Elevation, those yeah. are always like go tos uh-huh. if you don't know, but like more in depth would be those people.
0: Yeah. And if uh, what I would recommend too is if you like, don't have like a subscription to like a music service or something, just go on YouTube. Um, YouTube worship, I think, has elevated its game in the last. Probably like a couple years here. Really? Um, and it's like uh, the, if you find any like music videos from like Bethel or Elevation, just it, they'll do, they go into like some spontaneous stuff. And it's just really like, it's really awesome to see that.
1: Yeah, even even Spotify is up to date too. Yeah, you get commercials. Right. But Spotify stays pretty relevant. Yeah. And even um, Apple Music, if you have the extra five bucks a month, mm-hmm. I think single subscriptions like four ninety nine or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. between five to eight dollars. And mm-hmm. it's worth it. It's an investment for your walk.
0: Right. Yeah. And then if you need more recommendations or anything like that, if you go to warehouseyth.com, we actually have some playlists that yeah, we've already pre pretty cool. curated. with uh, we, we have three. We have worship. We have hip hop and then we have vibes. Um, So if you need worship music to listen to, if you want to find some new hip hop music, or even if you like want some like background music, just to like while you do your homework or maybe while you read your Bible, then that vibes playlist is going to be the one for you. Uh, But make sure you check those out. Again, that's warehouseYTH.com and you can find those playlists on there. Um, so that, that second tip I'll just say was listen to some worship music, what, listen to some Christian music, um, what you put in your body is what you're going to get out. So whatever yeah. music you put in, you're gonna also going to experience that in your life as well. Um, and then the third and last tip, um, just to keep it simple and uh, kind of short and sweet, um, is pray often. Um, pray often. If you don't know how to pray, um, I, I think that's this is something that a lot of students struggle with, is like, I don't know how to pray. Um, it's really easy. You just acts. So like how me and pastor Ben are talking right now, back and forth to one each other. Um, that's how you talk to God. I would talk to God the same way that I would talk to pastor Ben. Um, and I'm going to talk to God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask him for like more things. Like I'm not going to ask pastor Ben for healing, obviously. Uh, but I'm going to talk to God, I'm going to have some stuff that's on my heart, maybe some stuff that I'm struggling with, and I'm going to bring it to God and say, hey, God, I'm struggling with this, I need help in this area, give me strength, give me peace, give me confidence. Um, and really, it's just a conversation between you and God. Yeah,
1: yeah one thing, um, which was kind of what cool, I was taught when I was younger is, is it's an interesting theory, is... If you do whispers to God and your answer, your prayers come true, you know He's listening. Mm. And right, so like little things, mm-hmm. like um, just pray in whispers, which sounds funny. Like pray quietly. You don't always have to pray loud, and, yeah. and God hears the whispers. Yeah, um, because He He hears the things that we don't want to say to anybody. Um, and I I am personally I love whispering. Like I whisper mm. to my daughter all the time. Mm. Like I tell her how beautiful she is in her ear. So always she remembers those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also. I think something happens in the quiet. Yeah, I think something happens when you're when you're alone with God. I think something happens when you give Him that chance to respond to the quiet. Right. Uh, when he doesn't. When you don't feel like He's there. So I think uh, just you don't always pray. It doesn't look like going on the corners. I think Pastor Sean preached last night mm-hmm. about the Pharisees praying on the corners. mm mm-hmm. uh, They did it for public. Right. They did it for a recognition, like, look at me. But you go in the Bible multiple times where God hears the tax collector in the back in the temple and tells him, who am I going to bless more? And right. they're like, oh, the Pharisee is up in the front. And he's like, no, surely I tell you, it's the man in the back mm-hmm. who's weeping and repenting. Mm-hmm. God hears those things. So I think praying, uh, praying is like one of the biggest for our foundations we need to be on as Christians, even as a leader, you are consistently pouring out. Yeah. You should. Be. Yeah, <laughs> um, you're consistently pouring out. You need to be being refilled by God in your secret place. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't look like two hours a day. That doesn't look like half an hour a day. That looks like ten minutes. That looks like getting yeah. ready. That looks like, um, in your car driving, right? So you want to create mm-hmm. focus points. Like in your car driving, isn't as focused on God, but you can still start that conversation. Right. There's been so many times where I drive with friends and we have conversation. And I'm still able to engage with them. Mm-hmm. So I, God's the same way. God's a friend. Like Pastor Sean was saying, the same mm-hmm. way we're talking right now is the same way it is with God. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything else? I got one too.
0: Yeah. Like no, a, um, for, for students, yeah. Just, just start somewhere. Um, if you want to de- develop a really good prayer life, you're going to have to start somewhere. So yeah. um, you don't have to pray all crazy. You don't have to be loud and get wild or anything like that. Um, But you can, like you said, just whisper, whisper your prayers to God. I think that's a great starting point.
1: Yeah. One that I have that really helped that is kind of ironic is listen to podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean that because we're doing it, but listen listen to podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. Um, A lot of churches put their sermons on their website or on the podcast Mm and there's been times where I've listened to podcasts from random people. So Andy Bird is a great person on personal devel- uh, prayer life, um, which is Wham, Fire and Fragrance, Burn 24-7, all those guys. Uh, but listen to podcasts. Find a, another preacher. Not somebody that you can call your shepherd. Not somebody that you can uh, call yeah. your pastor. But just find what other people are teaching in the same field. Not like random people, but like right, ask your pastor. Right. Pastor Sean probably has a guy. So Stephen Furtick, mm-hmm. listen to him. Um, Mike Todd. I love Mike Todd. Yeah, I Mike think, Todd's I, insane. So he's fire. Listen yeah. to that guy. Um, listen to. I personally like Corey Russell just because he's very big on prayer life and prayer development. So I recommend definitely listen to him, mm-hmm. but listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's helped me.
0: Yeah, yeah. And podcasts can be found on the podcast app, um, on the church website, or even on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, with YouTube, you will get the video along with the sermon. The podcast app is just going to give you the audio. So if you're a visual person too, check it out on YouTube. Search for we have Thrive Church um, sermons online. We there's there's plenty online to see and to watch. Um, So that's it for the student tips that we kind of have. Now we're going to go into the phase where we talk about leader tips um, in personal devotion. So um, I just want to preface this uh, for leaders and pastors, um, your devotion time should not only be when you go to write a message. Um, um, Although your message can come from your personal devotion, it shouldn't be the only time that you spend with God. Um, A part of your job is to develop those messages. And so um, I think it's important to kind of separate sonship from your pastorship. That's good. You you need to have time just for you. And if you feel like you don't have it, then you need to make some time. Um, My first tip is going to be start in the morning. Uh, your day is going to often go in the direction of how you start your morning. So if you started with Jesus, it's going to be easier for everything that you do to now flow from that secret place, um, which is what we should do. Uh, It doesn't have to be hours on end. Like Pastor Ben said earlier, it doesn't have to be hours on end. It can be 10, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, It can be uh, when you're getting ready for the morning, it can be a bunch of different things. But what I would recommend is is start somewhere Um, as a leader. As a pastor, you like are preaching messages to kids every single week and you want to make sure that um, you're in a right place spiritually to be able to speak that over them. Uh, I I, And like you can do it, you can tie in your personal devotion with your message and all that stuff or whatever. Um, For me, what I usually do is I'll start with my devotions um, and then I'll kind of wrap up my devotions and then work my way into starting a message or something like that. But I don't combine the two. Um, I don't allow like when I go to write my message, I, I'm not using that as like I'm I'm trying to get filled up right now. I'm trying to um, hear from God and what He wants to speak to students. Yeah. yeah. So I, I separate those two. Um, sometimes they can work together, but I would say oftentimes try to separate them the best as you can.
1: Yeah, and one thing, um, one thing that I would say with personal devotion as a leader. Is you don't you shouldn't need people to check on you for your relationship. Yeah. There's there's yeah. recently <laughs> been some scandals uh for preachers and a lot of times when a fall happens is they blame other people. Yeah. That nobody was checking on me, nobody cared to know, and mm-hmm. that's not right. You're you're old, you're mm-hmm. an old enough leader, you should be mature enough to make time. Right. One thing that's helped me when it comes to spending personal time is writing schedules, literally writing yeah. my schedule of the week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to reference this again. I said it earlier in a few of the old podcasts is pastor Sean develops these planners <laughs> and they're like the coolest <laughs> thing to me. Cause like I recently just developed this, the schedule thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I recently like really relied on that. And when I seen that he made one, I was like, dude, that's like the coolest thing ever. Like, (laughs) it's so cool just to kind of give you guys a visual. It has like how many water bottles you drink today. Yeah, I drink water like crazy, so that thing's going to be full all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like it has like three goals of the day. Um, What are your top priorities of the day? Mm -hmm. It's like just super organized. And he's like a super organized guy. So I'm like somebody who's not so... (laughs) that really is exciting to me because I really like schedules Mm -hmm. and I, it's really helped me a lot.
0: Yeah. Scheduling. I think scheduling your devotional time is really going to, um, impact you in a positive way because now you have like a set time. Okay. Now I like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to spend time with Jesus. Uh, because a lot of bad thing it's, it's really not like, it's not like you're putting Jesus in a box. It's you're actually allowing Jesus to be a part of your day. Correct. Um, and from that point, he's going to be able to be a part of your whole day. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think that's like, That's like the biggest thing you've struggled with, right? Yeah. I I did like, oh, I'm making time for God. I think I grew up in this preaching context of like, he should always be there, which is true. Like Jesus should always be your priority. But Mm -hmm. I think with that mindset is you get so caught up in the day Mm -hmm. where you can guilt trip yourself if you don't. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's so good, Pastor Sean.
0: Yeah. Um, one, one thing I do want to say is your leadership and pastorship does not equate to sonship or daughtership. Good. Um, you are a son and daughter before you are a pastor or leader, and you need to have a relationship as a child of God instead of only being a messenger. Um, as a child of God, you are called to be a messenger, but if you let your relationship with Jesus only be a middleman instead of having that son or daughter relationship with yeah. him, Um, I can guarantee you're going to fall flat sometimes uh, because you're not filling up the way that you need to. Um, the second thing that I have is take notes. Uh, <laughs> uh, this good. is something that I do. That's good. Um, write down what you're hearing from God so you don't forget it. Um, I I have to be organized for me or else I forget stuff. If I don't write something down, it's not going to get done for me. I will forget it. I feel like I have like a million things to do all the time. Dude, I probably don't, <laughs> but it, it just feels <laughs> no, like that. I know, bro. And I know a lot of people do. And so I I write things down in my phone um, so, so I don't forget it in the moment. But yeah. if I have my planner with me, I'll write it down in there for the next day or whenever it needs to get done. So that way I know, um, that this is going to get done. Yeah. But, um, it's good. Take notes about what God is speaking to you. Cause you that's don't want to forget that. Um, if you're trying to teach students how to apply the word of God to their life, then you need to be doing it yourself as that's well. Good. So you need to be writing down, how can I apply this word to my life? How can yeah. I apply the scripture to my life? You know?
1: Yeah. My, one of my, one of our best friends, uh, Anthony, Um, I just say his name because it's not like he's in sin, (laughs) (laughs) but one of our good friends, Anthony, uh, he carries around this little black book everywhere he goes. Mm -hmm. And that black book, it's, he just went through some stuff recently in his life. And that little black book has been what God speaks to him because he said he felt like he forgot God's promises when he was in his, when he was in like a little rut. Mm -hmm. Um, so he said, if I write this little black book, I know I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. And that's just crucial. Like. Yeah. Keep those notes, bro. Like Mm -hmm. always, God's always speaking. Yeah. One thing I learned uh, in my walk was that God's always speaking. It's just our job to tune in. Right. And I think, right, that's like if Pastor Sean was talking to me and like everything's going on, but if I just tune him out, I'm not going to hear it. But if I tune in, I'll be able to clearly distinct what he's saying if he's consistently talking. Right. And I think. That little black book kind of encouraged me, right? Because, like, I'm like, dang, man, I suck. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's smart. And it's, like, literally the size of his phone. It's, like, a little black book. Yeah. And he just whips it out and writes and then closes it and he's done. (laughs) And, like, so so sometimes I'll see him, like, we're just chilling. And all of a sudden, a little black book comes out. Yeah. And he writes and he just closes it. And it's just what God's speaking to him. Yeah. And... It's so good. I think one like one thing that's really been hitting him. He's told me just to kind of show that it works is, and Luke, it talks about. I have sent you with um, nothing, but did you lack in anything? Mm. And he just, he's in love with that scripture right now because of that black book. So he's been getting so much and he's keeping mm-hmm. note on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really good. That's a practical is get a little notebook Yeah, get, and get one you like. It's always about yep. stuff you yep. like. Um, yep. you I recently make sure. fell in love with notebooks too recently, right? Yeah, you did. My wife's like huge on notebooks. But like, I came in office one day and I was like, Sean, you got any more notebooks that I can have? <laughs> he goes into like his book corner and he has like six. And yeah. I'm like bro what? And he's like, Oh, it's okay. This one's, this one's not it's old. Yeah. I'm not using it no more. So I just, I, I love notebooks a lot recently cause I understand it. It's been right. helping me a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, I think one, one key takeaway there is, uh, uh, just be ready whenever yeah, cause you never good. know when God is going to like deposit something on you or God, when it's God's going to speak to you. Um, like, yeah, like right when you are sitting down and you're in your devotion time, you're writing out to God and you're writing down things that, uh, he, you feel like he's speaking to you. But sometimes I can't tell you how many times where I'm out and I'm doing something, um, especially like if you are part-time and you're at your other job and you feel God speaking to you, uh, write it down. Yeah. Because like, if you're, if you're in the middle of doing something and you feel like God's speaking to you, uh, and you don't stop to take note of that, you're probably going to forget it by the end of whatever you're doing, or you're not going to remember exactly what it was that he said. Um, so write it down, write it down right then and there. Don't wait, don't wait another second. Just stop what you're doing. Write it down as, as quickly as you can. So that way you don't forget it yeah good. and
1: to go with notes sorry i can go on about notes just because yeah. like i said i've been into this note thing recently uh, one thing i learned at my old church when i was probably about 15 yeah 16 16 um there's this thing on if you're trying to learn how to really read your word right because i think sometimes right. this goes for students too students and leaders um if you're trying to learn how to really read your word and you're having a problem, because I know sometimes even as leaders, it's hard to understand what's going on in the word because it's it can be kind of everywhere. Um, do this thing called SOAP. It's scripture, observation, application, prayer. And in your notebook, you can write it. You can write SOAP, but it's you write down the scripture that God's speaking to you through. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, hey, this is good. I'm going to write this down. You write the observation. So the observation is what's going on. You write what's going on. And then your application. How do you apply that scripture to your life? Yeah. And and then you just kind of write it, write it out. I think because Pastor Sean said it, writing helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a writer. If you didn't know that, he's a really good writer. He writes poems. And I like, No, you are, bro. You need to start <laughs> writing poems again. Uh, um, but he, he writes poems. He's a really good writer. And if you ap- apply that, learn to apply it, you'll remember it. And then prayer, mm-hmm. which is the P prayer you don't have to write down your prayer I think Pastor Sean does I don't. I think he mentioned I it do. before um, yeah
0: that's just what but, works for me though so find what works for you too Yeah,
1: and that prayer is just how are you going to pray this into your life or you can write down the prayer actually mm-hmm. and that's one thing I learned with soap so that's a yeah. pretty practical so you
0: use your soap when you read your Bible <laughs> uh, it'll get you places um, but the last thing that I have for leaders that I really want to uh, just kind of drive home um, is never stop wanting more yeah never never grow tired of spending time with Jesus um, if you feel like spending time with Jesus is a chore for you. Uh, you got to check your heart, man. Uh, you got to really figure out some stuff because it should not feel like a chore. Yeah. Um, I would say that means that you're tired, that you are uh, maybe a little bit restless. Maybe you have a lot going on in your life and you feel like it's a chore. Then you need to take a minute and really come back to a place of worship and yeah. prayer yeah. Um, and pray that God would not make it feel like a chore. Pray that God would uh, give you a, a reignition of your fire again. Yeah. Uh, but don't treat it like a chore because it's... it's It's listen, it's not a part of your job as a leader. It's, it's not a part, it's probably in your job description, but as a pastor, (laughs) um, like it's, it don't treat it like a job. Don't treat your personal time with Jesus as a job. Treat it as a refueling for yourself Yeah. to keep you sustained and going, not just with being a pastor, being a leader, but being a person, being a human being, let it be a recharging for you and your soul.
1: Yeah. Um, when pastor Sean's mentioning, don't get dry. Um, mm-hmm. one thing is you're not always going to feel God. Yeah. And I it's think, true. I think, um, as a leader, we should know that, right. It's easier said than done, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're not always going to feel God. I would say, I would argue and say probably 80% of the time you're not going to feel God, Yeah, which is pretty like a big percentage. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at Look at like a lot of the Old Testament. Look at all the Pharisees. The Holy Spirit was not there to give them comfort. The Holy Spirit was not there to be there in those moments. Mm -hmm. And they still were faithful to the word. Um, Like even the Jews were very faithful to um, trying to know the word and trying to be in scripture. Mm -hmm. So we have an advantage now yeah and that twenty percent that it does when God comes through those are just numbers it 's not accurate, but those are just numbers when that God cut co- does come through it 's so refreshing yeah it's so like refilling, and I think sometimes it 's on purpose. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I think sometimes God will bring you to this dry moment and this dry land so he can really uh give you something right so I definitely agree with with just don 't get dry don 't get tired right. Um, I think one thing, too, that Pastor Sean is really big on, and I think even in general this culture here at Thrive and the Warehouse, is rest uh, rest over, is it rest over recreation or rest over? Rest over recreation. Rest over recreation. And it's it's really big because yeah. it's true. Yeah, it is. Um, What's real rest and what's just right rest, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't playing, know say- playing
0: Xbox all day on your day off is not rest Correct. that's yeah. recreation yeah you got to get some real rest you got to spend true. some actual time with jesus that's the only rest there is there's no such thing as yeah. resting while playing <laughs> video games yeah. resting They're fun, by but... watching netflix it's fun yeah. uh and you may feel refreshed after it but chances are is that refreshment's going to go away yep uh very quickly fairly quickly yeah if you're not resting in the lord too yep so i agree yeah i agree man all right. Well, do you have anything else to add, Pastor Ben, before we close out this podcast nope. today? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, that is all that we have for you guys. We're going to link the playlist that we have from the warehouse in our uh, description uh, if we can, I don't know if we can, but we're going to try. Uh, but make sure you also check out WarehouseYTH.com for some resources on playlists and uh, even just like posting like Instagram stuff, whatever you guys need. Um, would love to hear from you guys. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Send this to someone who needs it today on how to develop their personal devotion. Yep. We love you guys, and we will see you soon.
1: All righty. Have a good day, guys. Without you want to sing without you